Ticks are also arachnids. They can carry a wide variety of serious diseases, such as rocky mounted spotted fever and Lyme disease, which are caused by bacteria and other organisms, not venom. Only one known tick-borne illness is caused by a neurotoxin, tick paralysis. The tick transmits this neurotoxin through its saliva as it feeds, and the arachnid has to be embedded, attached, to the host for a while to do so. The symptoms are weakness, lack of muscle control, and eventual paralysis, which can lead to respiratory failure and death. Fortunately, the illness usually clears up if the tick is removed quickly enough. To prevent tick bites, veterinarians suggest insecticides for your pets. For people in tick-infested areas, doctors recommend repellents and also protective clothing, such as long pants tucked into your socks. Although several varieties of ticks carry this neurotoxin, most don't seem to cause the illness. However, in Australia, there is a species known as the paralysis tick. Dogs, cats, and people, especially children, have been victims of its potent toxin. But possums and bandicoots have not. These two families of Australian mammals are immune. They've got legs, and they know how to use them. In our homes, spiders aren't the only venomous critters that find good pickings among the many insects that live with us. Centipedes like to make a meal out of common household bugs, too. In the wild, they like moist forest floors. In our homes, they've adapted to the dampness of our bathrooms and basements. Centipedes are not insects. They have many body segments and 15 to 150 pairs of legs to go with them. The first is a pair of claws called prehensors that have adapted for grasping prey and injecting venom. Some of these critters, such as the colorful 12-inch-long bat-eating rainforest centipede, deliver painful envenomations. The small house centipede in your bathtub may also be able to stab, but it can't cause you much injury, and it gets rid of lots of pests, including bedbugs. Millipedes, relatives of the centipedes, have 20 to 100 body segments, most with two pairs of legs each. Living outdoors, they eat leaves and decaying vegetation, and most are not venomous at all. They have a tough exoskeleton, and their main defense is to roll into a tight, hard ball. But some species are poisonous, such as the yellow-spotted millipede. Like a few uncommon centipede species, they emit acid, or liquid hydrogen cyanide, a toxin sometimes featured in murder mysteries, to repel predators, such as ants and toads. Although millipedes don't discharge enough of these poisons to hurt people, it's a good idea not to touch your eyes after handling this species. Black lemurs, primates found in Madagascar, and South American capuchin monkeys are known to rub millipedes on themselves, using the poison to repel insect pests. Spiders, centipedes, and millipedes are helpful animals with every right to live. But when it comes to sharing our house and yard with these beings, most of us would probably prefer roommates that don't stab, bite, or ooze.
Mary, Mary, quite contrary, how does your garden sting? What is lovelier than a garden? Roses and daisies, they're a feast for the eyes and nose. Tomatoes and peppers, they're a treat for the taste buds. Yes, a garden is a delight for you, and also for things that sting. Be careful. Zipping past your petunias is one of the most dangerous animals in America, one you might see every summer day. It kills more people in the U.S. than any other venomous animal. Yet most of us are happy to see it fly by, because without it, we might not have such lovely petunias at all. What is this bold critter? None other than the honeybee. There are different types of bees. Many spread pollen to help our gardens grow.